Have you wondered about living elsewhere after you retire? Well, we have, almost daily. As you know, it's not an overnight decision. Hi, this is Gil and Jean of Retire There, a podcast about places to consider living in during your retirement. We started this show for selfish reasons. We will be retiring in the next few years, but we're not sure where. Then a light bulb went off in Jean's head. He asked, what are others doing? With so many baby boomers retiring, there must be many relocating. Let's connect with them and pick their brains. But first, a little background about us. I'm Asian, born in Brazil, and raised in Brooklyn. I'm an engineer turned attorney and practicing higher ed law at a college, and I love working with students, faculty, and staff. And now, I'm a podcaster. (laughs) All right. (laughs) I'm not Asian. Born and raised in Long Island, New York, a place I've always wanted to leave. I'm a law librarian working in a court who loves his job. We've lived in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, New York for many years and have been thinking about our future home. So we will be speaking to folks from around the world who have moved to venues of their dreams and more. And we will share their intimate secrets. Whoa! (laughs) Just kidding! We will offer information you may not find anywhere else, though. So stay tuned. In today's episode, we chat with Kathy and Matt McEntee of Lambertville, New Jersey. Lambertville is literally steps from New Hope, Pennsylvania, only separated by the Delaware River. The tiny city is 1.23 square miles, Gene, with approximately 3,800 residents. Wow in the western section of New Jersey in Hunterdon County. In 2019, Forbes reported Lambertville as one of the top 15 prettiest towns in America. And having looked at the site and all the related materials, I really (laughs) agree with that. I'm familiar with its Golden Nugget Antique Flea Market, which is open three days a week. A little background about our guests. Both Kathy and Matt are from Brooklyn, New York. All right. Matt attended Manhattan College in the Bronx. Yes, Manhattan College is in the Bronx. That's the way we do it in New York. As a mechanical engineer, he's worked in the oil industry. Kathy attended New York University and worked at various roles in travel and corporate card for 30 years at American Express. She retired at 55 while young, but was (laughs) bored as all her friends were still working. But a year later, she went into consulting and is now working up to nine months of the year. Kathy tells us that she recently retired from playing ice hockey, and the couple loves all winter outdoor sports, such as walking, kayaking, bike riding, hiking, and all things outdoors. And Matt enjoys investing and working out as well. Kathy and Matt, thank you so much for sharing your story on Retire There. Tell us about your journey to Lambertville. So we, uh, when we got married, we, we lived in New York, and uh Our first home was uh, in Edison, New Jersey. We rented an apartment because I was working in Manhattan and Matt was working in uh, Trenton, New Jersey. And then later, his job changed to Sunoco, which was down by the Philadelphia airport. And I moved uh, offices to New Jersey. So I had about a seven mile commute and he had about a 70 mile commute. (laughs) And so... (laughs) 
Oh my goodness. Uh, being the engineer that he is, he he kind of did a diagram of where, you know, would be equidistant for us. And we ended up in Bucks County, Pennsylvania. And we lived there for 23 years, raised our kids. We have two sons. We loved it. It was wonderful. But the suburbs were really not for me once the kids were gone. I, I really missed living in a walkable place and being able to be out and about without having to drive. And we often you know, many, many weekends, we uh, would visit New Hope and Lambertville, which were 20 minutes from home, you know, so we drive down and there's so many things to do on both sides of the river. There's tons of uh, restaurants and bars and outdoor activities and art galleries and antique places. And so I said to Matt, we, we love Newtown, we had a beautiful home. And he said to Matt, why don't we just move here? And uh, he wasn't so nuts about it because we did have a really great home. But I just said, let's just look. We'll just look. And if we ever find anything, we'll move. Well, about three months later, it was we were just going around to open houses in March uh, to have you know something to do. And we found uh, an antique home. It was 160 years old. However, it was renovated, so it had a beautiful uh, new kitchen and bathroom, but everything was from the 1800s, and it's wow. a very cool house. You know, similar, it actually reminded us, Matt, uh, Matt's family still has a, a brownstone in, in Bay Ridge, oh. and it reminded us very much of that, like the with the railroad rooms and, you radiator know. Radiator heated. Radiator heated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Not> radiated. <laughs> We put our gloves on them and our boots underneath them. Oh. Yeah, we, we still do. We still have them. <laughs> Just like when we were yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. So um, we walked in and we kind of fell in love with the place. And I was I was trying not to get too excited. And we walked outside and Matt said, I think we should make an offer. It just really felt like home to us. We quickly closed, sold our house in Pennsylvania and moved here. So that was uh, four years ago. We, we moved in 2016. We've had a blast ever since. Oh, that's great. One of the things that we really love about living here versus, say, moving to Philadelphia for the walkability or New York is we are steps from nature. We can walk to the bar, walk to the coffee shop, walk to get a haircut, walk to the dry cleaners. And yet at the end of our street are woods where we can take the dogs. We can put our kayak in right at the end of our street into the river get on a bike right out of our house. And literally at the end of the street is the towpath that goes along the Delaware River. So it's really just an ideal location for us because we like both. You know, we like the city Mm -hmm. life of walking, but we also love to be in nature and and it's all right here. Wow. I know there's a, there's a walking bridge to New Hope. How, How far is the walk? Can you walk there? Oh, yeah, it's, it's around the corner. We usually walk to New Hope and stumble back home. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I wonder we, why. So you can do both. You can walk and stumble. <laughs> and okay. it's oh, wow. a car, you know, cars go, it's a, there's many crossings across the Delaware River, like down, mm-hmm. down on the other side of Washington's Crossing, which is literally where Washington crossed the Delaware. Mm. There's a bridge there. There's a bridge here <laughs> a few miles up in Stockton. There's another bridge. You know, there's a line in the middle of the bridge that, you know, on, you put one foot in Pennsylvania and one one foot in New Jersey. So, but there's also, even before COVID, there are lots of outdoor places. You know, there's one place we love, Havana's, 
we go on a Sunday for a cocktail and we sit out, you know, we've been sitting out in parkers, you know, they have heaters and everybody's oh hanging out in parkers, having appetizers yeah. and drinks and so much fun. <laughs> so you know, you're used to eating outside. We are. We're, we actually, <laughs> like, not much has changed with COVID except, you know, the, well, the indoor dining has reopened, but, you know, we've still been able to, you know, get our takeout and, uh, you know, walk around. So it hasn't been so, so terrible. Many yet. many of the bars in New Hope have outdoor bars. And, and again, even before COVID, they would have their big propane heaters. And you could sit at the bar or at a table and you're, you know, you're within you know, an elbow's length of a big heater. Wow, that's uh, great. So they were prepared. Yeah, yeah, yeah they exactly really right. were. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. So tell us, um, the amenities that one would look for as, you know, you age, can you talk to us about healthcare, medical facilities and that and the like? So we're, you know, we're still kind of young. Well, Matt just turned 60. I'm 58. Which is young. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yes. getting younger as we age. And, and we try to stay really healthy. So I have to say that wasn't on the top of our list when we were looking, you know, for places to quote retire. Matt's probably never going to retire. So mm -hmm. he loves what he does. Um, I mean, there's a wonderful hospital, Hunterdon Regional, that we're told is fantastic, but that's about it. I mean, I do. Well, no, no. There's so where we, you know, from in Newtown, there's St. Mary's. Say so that's 30 minutes away. Doylestown oh, is yeah. less than 30 minutes away, and Hunterdon is less than 30 minutes. So there are big hospitals, if necessary. Mm -hmm. That are relatively close. Yeah, but I think they mean like nursing care and so you know we. No, no, no. We, we mean hospitals. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, no, we mean like you know primary care physicians, um, well, specialized health care, you know things like that. I actually just switched mine. Um, I used to go near Newtown. I literally I can walk to my primary care physician now in Lambert. Wow. Oh. Um, and to be honest with you, another thing that was really important to us was. When we when we can't drive anymore, when they take our cars at some point, oh, you know, we can have a full life here. Yeah, we can still go to restaurants. You know, my mom was from Brooklyn; she never drove. And when she got older, you know, I had to be her entertainment. Mm -hmm. And I just I never wanted that. You know, I really don't want to have to rely. We have wonderful kids, and we know they'll be in our life, but we don't ever want to really have to rely on them mm -hmm. to, for social life. Right. And there's there are you know primary care physicians here. There's also senior buses if you want. There, like my mom lived in this area and she was able to take little buses around. We can really do everything on our own, and that was very important to us. Right, right. Yeah, we feel the same way. I mean, well, right now, of course, we have amazing healthcare because we're you know minutes from Manhattan. Yeah. But um, it's one of the key factors and. Uh, we also want to make sure that these places are elder friendly, so to speak. But it sounds like Lambertville is elder friendly. W w are there are there many elders in the area? I would say the a bulk of the population are our age. Mm -hmm. You know, like mm -hmm. it's you know we're always we'll be walking down the street and another couple our age will be walking by holding hands. It's kind mm -hmm. of a place that I think a lot of people our age are migrating to because mm -hmm. of everything mm -hmm. I've described. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. you know, I would say a lot of people like between 50 and 70. Yeah. And, and you definitely see older people, but I would say it's mostly like baby boomers. There are families. And the other cool thing is you see kids playing in the street, you know, is, is a thing of the oh, past. Wow. And yeah. if you think about it, too, if you need to go to, say, say, for example, Sloan Kettering, well, it's an hour and a half away. It's 
I could get to your house from here driving, mm-hmm. assuming no traffic, in, in an hour and 10, hour and 15, I could be on the other side of wow. Americano. Right. In Philadelphia with no traffic is 45, 50 minutes. And they have right. some really, you know, yeah, world class hospital and so on. They have some high end stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even that was another thing, you know, we can, I, so I commuted, I'm a, I'm now a consultant, but when I worked for Amex, I was virtual my whole, whole career. I always worked from home for the last like 25 years. Wow. wow. You're so lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I would, so that was another thing that didn't really change for me with COVID. But um, at one point in my career, my boss was in New York. And so I can jump on the train. So you drive to Trenton, which is about 20 minutes away. And then you just jump on the train. It takes you right into Penn Station. You know, it's also very commutable to both cities, you know, Philly and and New York. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's another benefit. Where's the closest major airport? Is it Newark? Philly's closer. So Newark is about an hour and five minutes or so. Well, I I work just south. I work at the the big refinery right on the other side of the uh, Gothels Bridge. Oh, wow. So the next exit up will be Newark Airport for me. And I can get to work in the morning in under an hour. Nice. So Newark, say, an hour and 10. And Philly would be 50 minutes. 50 minutes. Yeah, we usually f- fly out of Philly, but we always check, you know, schedules and prices out of both. Right. Sure. Um, right. Philly's a little more convenient because it's smaller. It's not as huge, although it's grown tremendously since we've lived here. But mm-hmm. it's a great airport. Yes. And it's international. So we can, you know, fly out of either either one. Right, right. Oh, nice. You said there are a lot of restaurants there. I, I noticed there's a Middle Eastern restaurant. Is there a variety of restaurants? Indeed. Yes, there are. I mean, certainly not what you find in Bay Ridge. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not going to be as diverse as that. But, you know, there's there's vegan, you know, there's vegetarian, uh, Middle Eastern, Indian, Mexican. Mexican. There's quite a few good Mexican restaurants, which we love. You know, there's an Irish pub, uh, but... You know, there's Chinese. <laughs> there's, uh, Chinese. there's actually a good Chinese, which was very good. Too. Yeah, we were surprised because once you leave New York, it's tough to get good Chinese. <laughs> and there are pizza places. Yeah, very good pizza. Yeah, the I place. Have to say. So Giuseppe's, I'm going to give them a plug. They're on the corner, and uh, they're actually originally from Staten Island. Oh, oh wow. there you go. It's kind, of, it's kind of still New York pizza, but um, yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's so many cozy little places. Especially mm-hmm. in the winter, you know, you go in and they're from the 1800s and there's little couches and fireplaces. And, oh, how cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like right around the corner, the Lambertville Station is, it's a big, that's a really big restaurant. They have an old, out, beautiful outdoor yeah. place and there's a wedding hall and all of that. But downstairs in the cellar, it's all like cat, literally a big fireplace with couches around it. And, you know, you can get like tapas and flights of wine. And I mean, talk about price, like compared to New York, you know, it's so inexpensive. A lot of BYOBs. In fact, a lot of the higher end restaurants are BYOB. Really? Wow. Kind of great because, you know, you're paying yeah. for food. Yeah. Like- yeah, absolutely. And and at the station, is that, was that the old train station by now? Yeah. Yes. That, yeah, it was. That was connecting, you know, Trenton down to, because uh, a lot of, you know, the, uh, the towpath, which is actually the a waterway that parallels the Delaware River was used to bring stuff up and down, you know, between Trenton and, say, Flemington or you know, north of us. There was also a train line there. It's no longer active, but they converted that into a, a big restaurant, essentially. Oh, I oh love wow. Those cool, things. yeah. yeah, yeah a- they kept the building. You know, they, they redid the inside, of course, but it's it's right on the track still. I bet you that's a real popular place, right? It is. It is. 
Mm-hmm. And they and they they built right in time, right? You know, maybe a year before COVID, they built a beautiful outdoor area. So that's been very popular recently. Sure. <clears throat> but and the history around here is also really cool. We live on Coriel Street. General Coriel was a was a confidant of George Washington and actually one of his pallbearers. Wow. Wow. And then, so all around town there were little placards. A lot of a lot of old cemeteries. cemeteries. You could actually make a day. There's one right around the corner and you, you read the headstones and you see like, oh, my goodness, like this one guy, Coriel and his sons. There's like eight Coriels buried in this cemetery. Like the whole family died. <laughs> well, they all died in the, the Revolutionary, Revolutionary War. Yeah. Yeah. Oh one of the two guys were pallbearers for Washington. Yeah. Well, but, that's so uh, interesting. interesting. If you like history, this is a, a very uh, interesting area. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to go to Virginia. And, no, no, no. <laughs> and and you mentioned antique shops and art galleries. Uh, there, are there a lot in a oh. good? How, yeah, how's that? That's really what it's known for. When you walk around in the nice weather, there are people painting. I'm trying to remember what they call it. I should know by now, but it's like uh, there's a term for outdoor, you know, artists, and they're all over the place. Oh, okay, like and, street uh, artists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. There's a. It's a French word. I should know it, but they I plant don't. themselves on the bridge and, and, and paint the sunset or the mountainside. But oh, there's wow. at least three or four galleries on every block. Wow. And, like there's one place that we love around the corner from our house called the People's Store. And it, it's kind of, you know, reminiscent of an old flea market, but it's it's vertical instead of horizontal. And it's all uh, booths with it, they're antiques, but they're not, you know, thousands of dollars. You know, you like we bought this really cool lamp for our house that was a, a, a water pump from a house in Philadelphia. And it was it has a date on it, like 1910 mm-hmm. and wow. it's converted into a lamp, you know, so like, they, you know, it's maybe like one hundred and fifty dollars. It's like reasonable wow. you know, stuff. You know, they turn the merchandise over constantly. So that's something on a rainy day, you know, Matt and I will just walk through and just, you know, look at any new cool stuff that they have. And it's three stories and it's a pretty wow. you know, big building. It sounds um, so nice. Yeah. yeah. So it's really fun. Was the move difficult in and of itself? Was there a lot of um, decluttering? Was it psychological? Uh, and, and and are you in a one story or what type of structure are you currently in? No, we actually went from a two story to a three story. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It, it, it's very similar to a brownstone. You know, we had some criteria and one of them was we wanted another, a separate living space for our kids. Both of them at the time, one was living in Arizona and one was living in North Carolina. He was in the army. And when we bought this, the house felt very comfortable for the two of us. The first floor was compartmentalized, just like Brooklyn, you know, your front room, your middle room, you know, kitchen in the back. Mm-hmm. Second story is a bedroom and we have our two offices and our one bathroom. So it's one full bathroom on the second floor. But then the third floor was the attic, which was converted. And it's a large living room and a bedroom. And so we didn't use it much at first, but then both of our kids moved back to the area. And, you know, one moved back and he lived with us for a little while while he got settled and he moved out. And then the other one just moved back with COVID for a while. Mm -hmm. So it worked out great because, you know, they have their own space and it was something that we knew would come in handy. I was thinking more down the road with grandchildren, Mm. but um, (laughs) it's very cool. And we don't even really have to go up there if we don't, Mm -hmm. you know, want to. The kids swear swear that 
there may be some old residents still up there. <laughs> <laughs> the doors move, you know, there's creaks. Sure, yeah. Oh my god. Some not, people may have not left from 1870. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I agree with them. Usually I can explain the phenomenon. Yeah. Like, oh mom, Most this is <laughs> creaking, whatever. I'm like, see this door? It creaks. <laughs> well, you know, I hadn't thought about that, but when you have a um three-story, I guess the kids could take care of the upper level and you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Is that it'll keep us in good shape? You know, like we're active and we feel like going up and down the stairs will enable yeah. us to continue to go up and down the stairs. Sure, you know, sure. Once you, once you move into that ranch, yeah, like you don't do stairs anymore. And yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. The yeah. Kid, the, uh, the two boys had a, I don't want to say a difficult time, but it was harder on them to leave the new townhouse, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. They were born and raised there. Sure. Yeah. So it'll be like us, you know, leaving. You know, as I, Kathy had said, my. My mom still owns the Bay Ridge house. Mm. When we sell that, it's going to be tough for me, even though I haven't been in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could imagine as a 22-year-old, 18-year-old, you know, coming home and my parents saying, oh, we sold, you know, we sold 71st Street. <laughs> We're moving here. <laughs> that would be a hard time for me, too. Which is kind yeah. of how yeah. we did. We, did. Yeah. <laughs> we were looking and they didn't live around here anymore. So we yeah. did it on the, on the sly. And then we were like, we brought them here. And we said, guess what? This is going to be your new house. And they were yeah. Like, what? But but honestly, you know, it was it was a little difficult. But now they love it because they can walk to the bars. You know, they're older. They're twenty three and twenty six. Yeah. And so it's a really fun place to be. I said when when we get older, they want to come visit us a lot more here than they would in the suburbs. You know, sitting watching TV. You know, we can sure, yeah. go out for walks and do things. So, but the move itself, you had mentioned, Gillen. I didn't think I'm a very organized person and I really didn't think it was going to be so bad. And, you know, we got the house ready to sell. And luckily we moved, we bought this one before we sold that one. Mm-hmm. So we were able to bring stuff over a little at a time. Oh, that's good. But once it was sold, that's when you really have to get like the closets emptied. And, <laughs> and like we had, you know, our garage, both of our boys played ice hockey. So that was filled with stuff. It was quite overwhelming. I have to be honest with you. I was not expecting it to be. I, I thought yeah, it was- moving stinks, right? Whether you're in mm-hmm. you know, yeah. college or apartment, you can't get around the fact that moving stinks. <laughs> it's just the severity of it, I guess. Right, right. At the declutter because we don't have a garage. So we, you know, we had to get rid of, which was fine because we didn't need any of the stuff that was in there anyway. And, uh, you know, we don't, we have very little storage and I'm not a pack rack at all. Like I'm really good at staying pretty decluttered. Mm -hmm. So we did, you know, we have a little kind of shed thing on the side of the house where we put our shovels and things like that, but we have a lot less storage here. Mm -hmm. So I kind of see that as a good thing, you know, to get rid of a lot of junk, we didn't really need so the square footage sounds a little smaller, yes or no? Well, technically, it's like on the real estate thing, it said it was 1,900 square feet. But I don't know that that included the upstairs, to be mm. honest with you. We moved uh, from like 2,500. Mm. Our oh, other wow. house wasn't huge. It was a real, you know, perfect for us, but it wasn't huge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now um, we're probably in like 2,000. 
Okay. So, oh, that's a nice size. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, after the boys moved back to the area, the house got very small. <laughs> you know, our living room, which used to be very comfortable for us, like right. barely fit in it because they're two big men, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we did a major renovation on the first floor last year. Oh, nice. And we took down all the walls be- between the front two rooms and then... We had a small kitchen and a small dining room, so we took mm-hmm. the walls down between that. Now we just Ooh, have one big I love that. I nice, love the open yeah. plan. Yeah. 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 And with this, so it's not open front to back because we have mm-hmm. a giant fireplace in the middle that we love. Oh, that sounds so nice. Oh, it is. I have to tell you, Gillen, we we really <laughs> love it. And people yeah. come in, can't believe how big it is. Like it looks very small. It kind of looks Victorian from the outside. Oh, so cool. And it's it's quite spacious. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. we also, another criteria we had was we really wanted a lot of outdoor space. We had a really nice big backyard in Newtown. And we said, even though we're, cause we're living right in town, like we're not on the outskirts, we're right in the middle of it. And we were able to find this house, which has a nice little backyard. That's very private. It's like a little grotto back there. It's like a Bay Ridge backyard. Yeah. You know, not maybe a little, not as deep, but similar with side porch and a front porch and a big deck that's off my office. And we added on a kitchen that's all windows, which is another thing that we love. It's it's all oh, a lot of light. Yeah. Yeah. And then above the kitchen was a flat roof. So they put a deck. We can sit up there and it's there's nobody up there. We see the, the lights of the, the little local church and hear the church bells. And it's absolutely beautiful. So we have oh, wow. so many outdoor places to sit, which we mm-hmm. love. Sounds so heavenly. That's nice. Can you guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, for those of us and listeners out in the Midwest and the West Coast, can you tell us a bit about the taxes in Jersey and what that's like for maybe prospective retirees? Yeah. <laughs> the taxes, that's the downfall. <laughs> I mean, if you can afford it, it's fine. You know, it's it's certainly not like New York or California. Right. They're high. The taxes are very high. They've gone up. We've been here four years and they've gone up 30 percent. Wow. Whereas in Pennsylvania, I think they went up five percent in 23 years. You know, there's no comparison. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's certainly not some like if you're on a fixed income, you know, Jersey is is not the place to be. You know, we both work. Well, it, so what you have to consider if for, as a retiree, of course, right, the context mm-hmm. is if you, you're taking income, you know, your income is Social Security and whatever you've saved, right? Your IRA and your 401ks. Well, Jersey hits those a lot harder than, say, even across than Pennsylvania does. And that's why when you start looking at states that are retiree friendly, such as Texas and Florida or New Hampshire, they don't go after those sources of income the way Jersey does or California or New York. Um, I think relatively recently, I know uh, Jersey doesn't tax your Social Security income, but they will hit your IRA, your pension, and your 401k, whatever oh. you're drawing from. Mm-hmm. And as, of yeah. course, as you, the, Kathy was saying, the property taxes, that's what Jersey's known for, right? Whether mm-hmm. you have an estate or a relatively small place like us, the property taxes are relatively high. And more importantly, Always, they always seem to go up. There doesn't even seem to be a, a time period of stagnation. It just, every year. Every year they go up. They wow. They don't plateau wow. for a year or two. They just wow. Go up. So it's, it's a consideration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure. 
It's uh, so I think I mentioned to you before, Gillen. Right, we had looked on the Pennsylvania side because New Hope is actually very nice as well. It's not as neighborhoody. So Lamberville is just like Brooklyn. It's a grid, right? Mm-hmm. And it's very neighborhoody. And then there's two streets, Bridge and Union, that have kind of all the stores and things on it. Right. You know, kind of like Fifth Avenue and you know in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. but. The other streets are very, you know, residential and it and the homes are just beautiful. You know, they're all, you know, every house is different and they're all from the 1800s. There's mm-hmm. very few new, new construction. Like they don't really knock them down. Walking around at night and looking at the house is beautiful. New Hope is a little more touristy. At the end of town is a kind of a residential area, but it's a little more touristy. So even though we really wanted to stay on the Pennsylvania side, because Pennsylvania doesn't tax your retirement income at all. We were, you know, this was four years ago. So we were in our early fifties and we were thinking more about the lifestyle than that. But now that we're getting, you know, closer to the, you know, retirement, we're Mm -hmm. thinking of potentially starting to look on the other side of the river to save on those property taxes. Sure. But, uh, you know, it's all whether you can afford it or not, right? It's not Mm -hmm. astronomical. And Mm -hmm. if you save and stuff, you know, we we may stay because we do love the house and the lifestyle. And it's all relative at the end of the day. It's just a matter of how you how you pare it down and how you go about figuring out what works for you, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you say, all right, if I have to pay a little more on taxes as a price to stay here, then we'll have to pare down somewhere else. Right. We can go, you know, on some vacation or whatever. Right. You'll right, right. Get what what you may have to pay, you know, give to the to the government. Live somewhere that I don't like just to save on property. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Florida, like that Florida is not for us. Like we're not hot weather people. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so to me, I'm not gonna move someplace that, oh, we'll save a lot of money, but you know, I want to live in a place where I'm gonna be happy. Yeah, no, course, absolutely. And I and I think that even in places like Manhattan, it can be affordable. It's it's how you look and how you how you find, you know. Um people have always said, "Oh, I don't know how you live in New York." And and we say, "Well, we're here and there are people with less than us and they've made it their home." So it's just a matter of, you know, searching for that place and if it's important to you. You know, I always I always think that it and because, you know, we had considered the West Coast for a while and California is not inexpensive, it's very but, expensive, yeah. but the climate and the people and just the diversity there. Um, but then we came to realize that most of our families on the East Coast. So California and also with the fires and the earthquakes and all that. Oh, we, I know they have yeah. a lot of. Yeah, we didn't think that. Disasters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we didn't think that we could quite, you know, get used to that. So. For us personally, it might be the East Coast as well. What well, we have the same thing. We have all our family is here too. So if anything, we would, we talked about maybe like when we do retire in the winter, renting, you know, getting an Airbnb in California mm. for a month and yeah, spend yeah. January in California or, yep. you know, like I yeah. live in Tahoe or, you know, Montana, Colorado mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just do it. You know, for us, we like going cold in the winter where there's snow. Yeah. Yeah. Back from Maine. And then I think I mentioned we also have a house on the Jersey Shore. Okay. So that's where we spend. Our, I live there in the summer, and then Matt comes down on the weekends. So nice, nice. You know, yeah. What about um, housing prices? Are housing prices in New Hope and Lamberville comparable? Yes, they are. The like our the house that we were in now, the taxes would be half if it was across the river. Wow! wow. It's really a big difference. 
Let me get back to, um, you said your two sons played hockey and that you played hockey, Kathy. Can you tell us about your uh, hockey career? <laughs> well, if you could call it that. Um, <laughs> I, after I, I played for like 13 years and I'm, I'm still terrible, but it's uh, fantastic. I, I quit this year because of COVID. Yeah. Most of the fun of playing ice hockey is hanging out with my friends in the locker room and having a beer. And uh, <laughs> we weren't able to do that with COVID. Yeah. So, I think I retired. I might just be taking the year off, but my, both of my boys played and it looked like fun. And I, I had never skated or played or anything. And I was like 42. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to take like a learn to play thing. And I did. And I ended up meeting this amazing group of women that they're my lifetime friends now. And uh, we've all, I think, well, I think there's one that still plays, but I was the youngest. So like I was on the team, you know, my fifties and they, a lot of them were in their sixties. Like I had a grandmother goalie. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. I have to tell you, that is so cool that you did that. I mean, we have a son. I don't do any sports with him. Um, I tried basketball, but um, he just kind of said, mom, I think you need to go do something else. (laughs) So, so if I could ever do anything with him, um, that would be amazing. So good for you. Good for well, you. The kids got a kick out of it because yeah. most of the teams, they would have like a parent kid night, you know, at some point at, during the, the season, you know, like a parents play the kids. Yeah. Wow. And <laughs> even though I was terrible, you know, it wasn't like I was a star. They got such a kick out of it, which was nice that they weren't. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. You know, they were like, oh, my mom plays hockey. And, right. So, Ice hockey. That's great. It was nice because they could have been like, mom, you're so embarrassing. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that's a great story. Yeah. I just wanted to ask uh, a final question for the both of you. And could you guys tell us if you have any advice for prospective retirees about relocating? To me, it would just be find a place where you can have fun. You know, like to us, my kids were gone, obviously. We were empty nesters, and it was a revitalization of our life, I think. We're out and about. We got we got dogs, which we didn't have had dogs. We got yeah. dogs, and we're always <laughs> out walking them. And, you know, our life here is just more fun. And to me, that's a lot of people have different criteria, but to me, it's like this is my last chapter I work my whole life really hard to earn what we have now. And I just want to enjoy it. So that's why I hate to say, but to me, like healthcare and stuff wasn't, wasn't really in my, in my paradigm. I was more about like, where can I have the most fun? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Years. Yeah, well, and with that said though, I would advise, particularly in Kathy's case, for those individuals, couples, persons that are going to retire at a relatively young age. And I would consider anything under 70 relatively young if you want to get out at 62 or 67 yeah. realize there's a good possibility you have another 20 30 years ahead of you yeah so wherever you decide to plant your tent understand both from financial perspective right you, you, what you can afford today may not be the same when you're 80 mm-hmm. the healthcare perspective like we that wasn't part of a consideration per se but it may be 10 15 years from now right. uh and the fun aspect that you don't want to retire to Lamberville at 67 and then realize, ah, oh, you know, I really got to be in a ranch now. So I'm going yeah. to move <laughs> at 75, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Assume yeah. I, that's the way I would look at it. Assume that where you plant your tent is going to be till the day you die. It's fun. And as you know, and then as, as affordable as you, as you can handle. Good yes, advice. Very good advice. Okay. 
Thank you so much. Yeah, this was really great, guys. We appreciate Thank it. Thank you for having us. Thank yeah, no, no, no. I'm glad it all worked out. And I'm so happy that Lamberville is on our list. We hope you enjoyed our show. If you know of someone who relocated for retirement and wishes to share their story, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is gg at retirethere.com. Our website is retirethere.com. And you may follow us on Twitter at retirethere underscore. Don't leave out that underscore. And if you liked our show, please subscribe and rate it in Apple Podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. In the meantime, be well.